What's up, world? It's Katrina. And Marlena. And this is Excess Baggage. The podcast where two friends in their 30s unpack all of life's baggage. This episode, we will be unpacking happiness. Okay, let's start the show. baggage today? <sighs> I don't know if I mentioned the last episode that I got into a little fender bender. Um, no, you did not. Yeah. This happened like end of June. So we already into another month. Car's still not fixed, but I finally got a rental this week, a couple days ago. And dude, they're like raising my insurance. They're saying yep. that I'm not a good driver anymore. Like my <laughs> good driver discount. They're like, uh, to qualify for California, you have to have only one point on your license and this is going to make it two and you know, blah, blah, blah. So long story short, they talking about they're upping my insurance an extra $130 per month. $130. Yeah. It's not good, man. So all day I've been kind of stressed with that and all that comes with that. I've talked to too many people to count just every time I turn around this department, this department, trying to get quotes for some auto insurance. Yeah. If anybody's listening, if y'all know any uh, good brokers, <laughs> let me know. that don't have fucking broker fees and actually can get you a good rate. Um, I don't right. know. Cause in a minute I'm about to have fucking freeway insurance. Okay. I'm about to get like <laughs> infinity, some cheap shit that nobody knows the name of in a minute, just to say that I'm covered. And just right. you know, drive like an angel for the next three years and pray to God that wow. I can get a better fucking deal because this is ridiculous. And I might add, it's not even what I said before. It's a fender bender. It's not even like a severe, like total loss accident, like something crazy. I'm telling you, they I don't, don't care. Insurance companies, <laughs> you can't do anything. <laughs> You can't, you can't do, do it. They don't care either. Yeah. And the insurance people probably hear it all damn day too, because you say, I go, so you're penalizing me, the the policyholder or whatever. I'm like, this is ridiculous. Yep. I kept saying, this is ridiculous. And I was saying that, you know, what can I do? You know, and they're just like, well, we can up your deductible. And so then you'll have, instead of $500, it'll be $1,000. I said, bitch, I could, I, hmm. I didn't even want to pay the 500. Right. So now if something else happens, like, uh, what? <sighs> anyway, so I don't know. That's part of my baggage to day I would think one and then the two I have a two-parter I guess the, the second is lots I was, of baggage today yes I was taken nice. to a fucking party on Sunday that I didn't want to go to might I add I want to be very very firm I didn't want to go to this party I thought I was meeting up with a couple friends and I thought we we're going to go to a bar just have a couple drinks and then go on by my merry business but then somehow you know this person wanted to go to this party go there anyway it's filled with gen z like straight up gen z people okay <laughs> like i i know it was gen z let me tell you how i know it was gen z one of our friends kid sisters was there so that what? already tells you <laughs> our friend or whatever i don't know well i don't have to say his last name but kevin his baby oh, okay was yeah. at this party so now she's he's, like, he's rather young 
She's like 20. seven or eight years younger than yeah, us. I think she's 21. Yeah. And so I saw her and I was like, as soon as I saw her, I was like, see, I already knew I wasn't supposed to be here. Like, I'm it's not nothing, supposed to be here. I'm not supposed to be here. You know, it's nothing, no shade to them, you know, but I was clear. Right. So we in a different crowd now. Yeah. It was clear to me. And so there was all these songs being played. I didn't know what the songs were, but everyone else did. There was a bunch of young people everywhere living their best lives. And, you know, do you? Um, I was next standing next to a table that was buying damn near like every bottle you could think of, Katrina. Like, they, I mm-hmm. mean, I understand it's bottle service, but like this was on another level. Like they were buying like the Ace of Spades champagne, which I already know retails probably like in a regular liquor store for like, or not, it wouldn't, you don't get that in a regular liquor store, but at a, at a, you know, an establishment that sells Girl, all the nice booze. been inside. Dude, those bottles are like $600. Those bottles are $600 a piece. A piece. I've been saving up the whole COVID. Saving up what? <laughs> oh, shit. What am I doing wrong? Okay. Is this OnlyFans money? What is going on? Because I look at that table and I was like, okay, two bottles of Ace of Spades. Okay. For, I'm counting the bottles. I'm counting the bottles next to it. I'm like, I'm not even like really. I'm just, you know how you two step? You two, I'm two stepping. But I'm low-key counting the fucking bottles that's going to this table. Not that I, because I wanted some of the alcohol. I just kept thinking, these kids are not going to have any money when this is done. Like, they're going to be poor. Just none, okay? Ace of Spade oh. bottles. They had the classic nah. Azul tequila, which is expensive. They had the 1942, not the, yeah, the 1942 tequila, but they got they were getting the one5 five liter bottles so they weren't like the smaller ones so they're right. like the giant fucking things Hennessy I'm like I even leaned over to one of the girls that was in the <laughs> that was in the crew I was like I just kept saying who's ordering these bottles who's what's going on and she was like oh you know how we do or she said something along those lines and I was like no I I don't no, no I don't I don't. I don't. So I don't know. Either I need to get my pocketbook. I, it needs to fill up. Even though, even if I was, even if I was balling, dude, that's how like, much you're gonna be spending your money on it. It, it no, wouldn't matter either way. No, it wouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> it wouldn't matter either way. Oh gosh. So, so you ended up at a party you didn't want to be at. Yes, and, and you then, watched a bunch of kids just buy bottles. Yeah, buy bottles. Um, I didn't stay all evening. Okay, the couple hours <laughs> I was there. Okay, Ooh, I got there early when the party was starting. That's how you know. I was like, okay, nobody's here yet. And then as soon as I saw the crowd coming in, I was like, oh, okay, this is go. this type of party. And um, so Wiz Khalifa was there. Mm. I don't know if he was like, I don't know. I didn't know anything about this party. I didn't see a flyer for it. I saw something, but I didn't know nothing about no Wiz Khalifa. So apparently he came. And then today I read on fucking B. Scott's uh, blog that Wiz Khalifa test positive for COVID. So now I'm like nervous. I never saw the man, was never around him or anything like that. But I was at the same party he was at, okay? Yeah. He was probably breathing in niggas' air way more than I was because I was standing on the patio area and he was Mm -hmm. inside at a table. And I never saw him. That's how many people were surrounded by that particular table. So I never saw him or anything along those lines, not you know, not in my eyesight at least. So, right. um, yeah. So now I'm like paranoid. 
And that's my baggage today. You know, hopefully I'm, I feel fine, but you know, I don't know. People are acting like there was never a pandemic. They're just doing whatever. And LA County just said, yo, we're bringing masks back inside of inside now because y'all fools don't know. Oh, act. did they say that officially? Yes. Is it official? Yes. Oh, okay. That's good. We need that. So I know. I think he tried to, <laughs> he slid, he slid, he slid that in. I, I see this governor's little plans and shit. You know, I don't have no plan. I don't have no problem with Gavin Newsom. I really don't. But um, <laughs> he slid that shit in because first he told everybody, oh, we got the, the what did he say, the golden plan or some SoCal golden plan that everybody's going to get a, a $600 check if you make $75,000. Oh, yeah. So he slid that in on Tuesday. And then by the next day, either Wednesday or today, then it was like, oh, um, we're going to have to LA County votes that you will be wearing your mask indoors again. So I'm like, oh, okay. He's like, here's a little money. Here's a little hush money. (laughs) And hush money. I got you. I got y'all on the checks and I got y'all, you know, back pay rent. I'm paying the rent y'all. He's telling everybody. And you know what? Sorry. Number three baggage. All the baggage today. (laughs) (laughs) Number three baggage. I'm like, I'm kind of upset about this whole rent thing. I I get it. Like people are struggling. I understand they back rent is gonna pay the, you know, the property managers. I guess they're gonna get paid by the state. But I'm like, right, why the fuck did I pay rent that entire time? Why? Right. I could have been sitting on some money. Is there going to be some incentives for me being responsible? That's what a lot of people were doing, though. Like, that's what a lot of people have done. Not to say that all the people who weren't paying their rent didn't have or had the money to pay the rent. A lot of people didn't. But there are definitely people who could pay rent, who've been working this entire time, who just haven't because they didn't have to. Well. That's what you get for being responsible. (laughs) That's what I get for being responsible. Yeah. Anyway, Katrina, what's your baggage for today? I just got, I got so down, like, damn, man, why did I do it? I'm glad it's you and not me today. Jeez. <laughs> Normally it's me over here, like, <laughs> with all the stuff. Yes. Um, What is my baggage today? I just thought about it and it made me upset all over again. You know what I did not miss about outside being closed? I did not miss calling niggas making themselves and their presence known very aggressively like i have missed now that outside is open just just moving about my business like going to the store or walking to my car and not having niggas yell across the street or hunk their cars and yell out the windows or i went to go get some food this morning and this guy walks in didn't even really look at me. I was sitting right by the door. He goes in. He's checking on his order. He sits down, notices that I'm sitting near him, looking up and down several times, and then, like, kind of aggressively was just like, hey, how you doing? And I was like, hey, I'm fine. Went back to being on my phone. And then was, like, very much in my face the entire time, but never said anything more to me, was just very much looking at me the whole time. That's weird. And then when he goes to leave, he's on the phone with a bag of food in his hand, can't even open the door, but made sure to look at me in my face and say, you have a good day. Well, just go home. Just <laughs> go home. <laughs> like... I wasn't paying you no attention. You weren't paying me no attention when you first walked in. Why are we doing this? Just in one trip to go get some food, I got hunked at twice. 
I got yelled at from across the street twice, and the nigga in the the shop was aggressive. I just, can men just, you know, do better? Like, why? Why? I, I don't know. Like, I, the I whole thing is I, just ridiculous. It's, it's weird. I do think catcalling is a little weird. I mean, not a little weird. I do think it's weird. Yeah, it's just not. No one wants it. No <laughs> I don't one know. And if someone does at me and yelling from your window, damn girl, like what? How am I supposed to respond to that? I, I got how some... can you think that that's gonna go over well? They don't. They just it's 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 impulse control. They have no impulse control. Oh. They have no impulse control. Okay. Remember the other day, I mean, the last episode when Diana said (laughs) that we were animals and I wasn't okay with that label. Um, I really do think that she was right. I mean, I I still be an animal, but I mean, I feel really feel like they have not all of them, but a lot of them have that. That testosterone is serious, man. It's a serious, serious thing. And so if they see something, they just, I don't know, some of them revert back to like seventh grade and they just that's can't. not even seventh grade marlena that is is it, is it? i mean time. isn't that i know i feel that, like it's, it's, I feel like it's seventh time. grade when they freaking started realizing no, they had bones here's why i say it from your life before <laughs> but <laughs> wait what uh, wait what is before this okay wait yeah probably before 13. Okay, fine. You're probably right about that. What, yes. Like eight? Eight? <laughs> right. Eight-year-olds. Fine. But then, but the eight-year-olds don't even know what the fuck they're talking about. What? my? Are they still on the, like, this is my wee-wee, or they don't know what they're talking about? Girl, have you met eight-year-olds? No, I clearly haven't. <laughs> There's no <laughs> young there's no young kids in my family. Like when I was young, it was okay, me. Yeah. Okay. And then boom. There's, <laughs> a, you know, I got like my cousins are like seven years apart. And I didn't really, I wasn't really around him when he was eight. I don't know what he was. Right. Doing. Right. Well, also, he's your family. So he might have been in a different space because oh, of how true. he was raised. Yeah. He, but yeah. That um, let's be honest. A lot of this is conditioning. A lot of this is how we socialize boys. We teach them that shit is okay. If you teach them that that shit is not okay from a younger age, we would have a lot less men doing this shit. I mean, so, there's a lot wrong seventh with grade? <laughs> I don't know in seventh grade. I think a lot of it is just naked. Maybe. Ain't got no sense. It's true. And I was very annoyed. And all I wanted, all I really, really wanted, I had a really rough day yesterday. I just wanted... Some really good breakfast. Some really good breakfast. Get breakfast out of my house. And I just wanted it to be good. That's it. By myself. Real peaceful. But, you know, what can you do? You go outside. That's what happens when you go outside. It's true. Because I was walking from my car. Well, I hate downtown LA anyway, but... I was walking from my car. We were celebrating my best friend's birthday this past weekend. And this guy, I was just walking. I mean, I did have on heels or whatever, but I didn't look like no street walker or nothing. But I had my, um, he had my damn, he had his uh, window down talking about, where are you going? And, <laughs> and I just was like, to the hookah lounge. Because I just thought it was just so ridiculous <laughs> that he just said this like, so loud and boastful that I was just like, well, I'm going to give him like what possible what like a street walker might say. 
Or, you know, maybe not the hookah. She wouldn't say the hookah lounge. I probably didn't even think you were a streetwalker. No, I know. But I'm just he saying. He just wants you to give him some attention. He just yeah. wants some attention. That's, That's all he just wants. They just want some attention. That's okay. We, we, we want attention, too, but in different not ways. Not like that. <laughs> in different ways. That's why I said we want attention, too, in different ways. Right. This is, this is not it. This is like... Huh. Gosh. Anyway, so that's part of our baggage today. The other part is I have officially started hiring for my business and I'm having, I don't like this term, but imposter syndrome about being somebody's boss. So yeah, I'm just moving through all of that. Yeah, I can see how that did. Like, how do you tell somebody like, you guys show up at this time. These are your clients. <laughs> I'm going to give you a review. All that stuff. Yeah. I don't I don't feel ready for this. School doesn't train you for shit like this and they probably should. Maybe maybe business school. I didn't go to business school. Yeah, but, I was gonna say maybe business school. But I feel like this should be a requirement in all areas of study, but whatever. So I'm moving through that. Moving through feeling like I don't know what I'm doing. Feeling like do any of us or right or knowing I don't know what I'm doing and being able to to you know acknowledge it figure something out ask all the questions and move through it and also like understanding that life is going to be a little bit different now my business is going to be a little bit different now because I don't hired somebody and right that's a lot people keep asking me like are you excited and I'm like I haven't gotten to excited yet. I know it happened already, but I haven't gotten so excited yet. I'm not there yet. So we'll see. I'll keep you updated. Well, you'll get there. You'll get there. Well, today's topic, since we were supposed (laughs) to do a freaking happy episode, we were (laughs) supposed to do a couple happy episodes because it seems like every episode, something going on, something in the water. Uh, Today's episode is about happiness, love and happiness. Mm, we decided mm, since mm, we said we were mm. going to do a happy episode, we were just going to go straight to happiness. Nothing creative, <laughs> nothing outside of the box, just happiness. Yeah, like that Pharrell song. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so what do you think are some misconceptions about happiness? I feel like I hear people say often that they need material things in order to be happy. And I feel like that's such a misconception. That's not to say that certain material things can't add to your happiness or can't enhance your your happiness. But I don't think you need material things in order to be happy. And a lot of times I hear people saying like, um, like they can't be like, perfect example, people who cannot be happy single, like they need to be in partnership. Um, They need relationship. Or people who feel like, oh, I'm poor, so I'm going to never be happy because I'm never going to have money. And I think that's a misconception. I don't think that that's true. Mm. I think there are people who are happy single. I think there are people who are happy and poor. I think it adds to the challenge, but what does this look? I was going to say, yes, I think there are some happy, poor people. And there are some people that just exude happiness but even those people like i know have their you know their down days you know but some people they just i don't know i'm like damn man 
Then you start questioning them like, why are you so happy? <laughs> you know, what did you do? You know, or how did you get there? I don't know. Money, it definitely doesn't. I, look, as Prince would say, money can't buy you happiness, but it'll pay right. for the search. Right. It'll pay for the search. So I think that maybe you don't need money, but I think your problems are different. You know, just like more money, more problems, that song. Like, it's true. It's like, you're going to get more money or whatever, but it doesn't necessarily mean that you are going to be happy, you know, right. like you said. So, but I don't know. <laughs> I keep I keep seeing this meme in my head right now of this girl. She's like saying, oh, rich people always saying that like money doesn't make you happy. And then it's like a meme of her like, oh, look at me. I'm crying on my private jet. Oh, look at me. I'm on the yacht crying. But she's like holding a drink and she's like partying, but like slowly tears are like coming out of her eyes. And I was like, I feel her though. Cause I'd be like, fuck that. I'd rather be, I'd rather be in those places than in this, this place. And that's right. not necessarily about money though. I think that's just about luxury. I mean, people like nice things. What the fuck? Absolutely. Like that, Absolutely. we can't even lie about that. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't. You don't need them, like clearly. Uh, but it can't hurt, right? I think it's. I think happiness is an internal job. Like it's some. Like it is an internal state of being that you. I want to say you decide it. I think there are some people who don't get the opportunity to decide in some ways. So maybe it's not completely a decision, but it's still an internal job. It is work that you do internally to get yourself to a place to be in this state of mind, which allows you to be in this state of mind, whether you are, you know, broke or whether you are chilling on a yacht. Right. No, I feel that. I feel like people, I don't know. I was thinking when you were saying that some people, they work to be happy. They just, they just work on it, right? They try yeah. to create scenarios and situations that ultimately bring them peace and bliss. And then I think about that. There are plenty of people though, that may be chemically imbalanced, you know, and right. they don't even know how to be happy and right. even to recognize that, you know what, maybe this is a problem. Right. You know, that's why I said some people don't get to make the choice. It's not always a choice. But I do think in order to create happiness, it is more of an internal job than it is an external job. Right. That's true. Yeah, some people yeah. I'm like, <laughs> maybe you should go get therapy. Just <laughs> thought about it. I'm just thinking. And I'm not saying that, you know, maybe. You know, it's not just maybe try it out. Just try it out. You know, I mean, I did it. I know that I I do it, you know, and it took me a while to recognize it. You know, yes, like I said before in past episodes, like I did speak to a therapist as a young, young person, you know, in middle school. But at the same time, I wasn't really like I wasn't talking about that, talking about nothing. You know, I was just in there. It wasn't until like adulthood, you know, now being in my 30s where I'm like, hmm, I really want to work on myself so that I can be happy. You Mm -hmm. know, I think for me, though, if we're saying, okay, am I happy where I am right now? Right. Mm -hmm. (laughs) That is a really hard question. 
I'm like, that's a really hard question. I wouldn't say that I'm unhappy. I just feel like I'm in a place where I think the way that I look at the world, the way that I view things is I try to stay optimistic, you know, and I try not to let a lot of darkness in, you Mm -hmm. know, even though it's around and, and it's everywhere. I try not to really dwell on those things because like life, I know people always saying life is short, but I don't feel like it is. I mean, obviously we don't know when our time is up, but like, to me, I feel like, I don't know. My family lives a long time. We talked about that. So I feel like as long as I'm fine, I'll be fine. But I don't want to be thinking about something that happened 20 years ago. You know, I want to be able to step into the now and be able to control my environment so that Mm. I can have that control and, and only let good things in. Right. So I just feel like, am I happy right now? Mm, It could be better. There's always room for improvement, you know? So I'm kind of musically inclined. I love music. So for me, it's like, I don't know. I view things quite differently than the average person. You know, I feel like everything is a song in a way, you Mm -hmm. know, it takes you, you know, there's a, there's a beginning, a middle and an end. Right. But that song can take you in all kinds of directions, man. But Mm -hmm. by the end of it on the, on the, you know, on the down slope, I feel like you feel good, you know, because it's like, this, this, this was a lot, but this was everything that I thought it was going to be or everything I wanted it to be. Right. And so I think that's kind of how I try to live my life. Like, even though something might not be good right now, I I just don't believe it's going to stay that way because I've had too many good things happen to me. And if you're good, if you're good and you're a good person, like the, the universe, I feel will, you'll be, you'll survive and it will provide. Mm -hmm. So you never actually said if you are happy right now. I am. No, I did. I said, I am happy. But there's always room for improvement. Like, I'm not unhappy. That's what I, I don't know where I, how about that? I'm not unhappy and I'm not happy. Okay. You know, I kind of, for the most part, live right there in the middle. Okay. Um, and then try to not let a lot of the unhappy happen, although I know it's going it, to, it'll come. Sure, right. That's life. So I just try to like, I try to be like in the, in the middle. I try to, you know, so. But I feel like genuinely speaking, though, I am a happy person. But I think, some, you know, just like anybody, you feel like you get in your own way. You get in your own way of your own of your happiness. You get in your own way most of the time. So I just have to work on that part. Mm, get out of your own way. That's, that's a word. <laughs> <laughs> that's a whole word. <laughs> I mean, it's true. It's so true. Oh, yeah, you're right. I feel it. I felt all of that. I felt it in my spirit. (laughs) Get out of your own way, Katrina. Okay. (laughs) Um, No, but I feel you though. I think as you were talking and you were answering this question about whether you're happy now or not, all I heard was my perfectionism. And so when you said like, I'm not happy, but I'm not unhappy. Like I'm somewhere in the middle. I live there. I was like, yeah, I feel like I do too. And what often gets in the way of me being in happiness is that perfectionism. It's that, okay, what's next if there's something good happening or that, okay, it's nice, but like 
there's room for improvement. Mm-hmm. And I don't know why you said like as you were as I was hearing you talk and as I'm hearing it out loud from somebody else's mouth, I'm sitting there like, but no, but things are good right now. Like, am I happy? Yeah, I'm happy. I'm actually truly happy, despite the fact that like there's shit popping off. There's so much stuff going on in my family and my personal life in my own like mental and emotional bodies like there's so much stuff happening but when I really sit down and look at it regardless like in this moment right now today I am happy regardless of what happens regardless of what's happening like I'm good and I actually feel really good and I yeah I would identify that I am happy so I'm naming that out loud and telling that to myself and to my perfectionism who likes to challenge that thought. But no, I am happy. And I don't, although there's room for improvement, I, I like, I'm happy in this moment. And I think to some degree, that's what happiness is. It's being able to be present in what is in this moment and still find stillness and joy, mm-hmm. regardless of everything else. And I feel like when I really sit and find stillness in this moment there's so much happiness yeah i feel that but i also like (laughs) here we go i i don't know i guess for me i you're you're right like i'm always thinking about what's next and so i hardly ever give myself credit and i have friends and people that'll say stuff about me or whatever that's very positive And sometimes it's hard for me to accept that because I'm like, hmm, like, are they just saying this because they're my friend or are they saying this because they truly, truly believe it? You know, because we, when you, like I said, where I live in between happiness, um, (laughs) because like I said, it's not that I'm not happy. It's just that I am, I guess I'm ready for my next chapter. And sometimes another chapter will linger, you know? And I'm, I guess I'm trying to like tighten up a chapter and close it and get to the next chapter because I feel like I've stood still for a really long time. And while things were happening, you know, things were happening. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that I didn't progress. I'm not saying that my career, you know, is it's going well. Um, you know, I'm keeping myself busy. I take care of myself, you know, I do for others. So there, you know, and I genuinely get to, you know, I don't have the responsibilities of having a family yet. So I get to kind of live, live and kind of, you know, do, do what I want. You know, I don't have to answer to anyone. I can travel. I can get up and just go at a moment's notice if need be, I can make it happen. So I think that's something that makes me very happy, but yeah, I don't know. I kind of have to, like, this is something that I definitely have to work on. Right. That's attached, like, happiness for me sometimes is attached to others. And so Mm. that's the codependency part or codependent part of me that I continuously have to work on. Yeah. Because I probably am ecstatic (laughs) when I am doing or did something for someone Or, you know, somehow, some way, something really good is happening to someone I care about or I love. Like, I'm probably super ecstatic. But for me, I'm like, okay, 
all right, Marlena, what's next? You know what I mean? It's yeah. like, like, you said you wanted a house, right? So what are you doing to get that house? You know, right. um, you, I kind of have been, like we said, black women, we kind of bred that way, right? We're bred to. Absolutely. I don't know. Some would say no, but you know, they ignorant anyway, but <laughs> my family were business owners. You know, we worked really hard. So I feel like, there's always this added like pressure for me to secede and whatever that, and obviously it's not secede. It's what I want. Right. 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 What I, my definition of secede means to secede means, but it's still that definition. There's still something there, like layers of that. Yeah. Just sitting there. And so I think that's, uh, that is really attached to my happiness because I'm like, Okay. (laughs) All right. Okay. You know, and it doesn't help on social media that like every five minutes, everyone's showing this glamorous like lifestyles that they're living, you know, not everybody, but there's a lot of non-realness happening. And so when you're actually living real, you're like, am I doing this wrong? You know? So I agree with all of that. And I'm I'm not saying any of that is wrong. It's just as I hear it said out loud by somebody else who obviously I can see a lot of myself in, there's this piece of me that's just like, nah, fuck that. I don't want to live like that. Right. <laughs> obviously, this is how I live on a day-to-day basis. This perfectionism comes in and it, it tells me that this is not the time to be happy. You got to move to the next thing. You got to close this chapter. You have to get to this mm-hmm. uh, this milestone and all the things. But as I hear somebody else saying it out loud, who I can see myself in, there's this piece of my brain that is just like, fuck all of that. What about right now? Because... And maybe also part of this is the amount of grieving that I've been doing lately. It's like, if if something happened to me tomorrow, if all of this shit was taken away tomorrow, if I had to start at square one, that means that I never had a moment of happiness because I was so busy worried about the next thing and the next thing and this thing or whatever. And I don't want to live like that. Like, I... Th- If I look at this moment right now, not looking at the past, not looking at the future, just in this moment right now, sitting here on this podcast talking to you, I am happy as hell. Like, I'm good now. My All my perfectionism and all the stuff is going to say something different when we get off this call. But (laughs) (laughs) like I hearing that out loud, everything like there are pieces of my body right now that are like, oh, my gosh, I don't want to live like this. I don't want to live in a state of like, oh, I'm, I'm all right. I'm not like happy, but I'm not unhappy. Like, oh, it's okay. We can, we can do better. Like, yeah, we can always do better. And I'm always going to strive to do better, but I can be happy in whatever this mess is right now too. And I'm claiming it. So I'm just, I'm just, I'm claiming it. Cause that's what I want for myself. Well, that's a really good place to be in. <laughs> it is. I mean, that's <laughs> a good place to be in. And I hope everyone can, can live like that. I I do. I just don't know. And I think I, I wrote something online um, earlier this week where it's just like, I don't, and I kind of did the same thing and said like, no, like it could happen to me too. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I kind of had that moment of just thinking it like it was something about some meme, like just think about, you know, what did it say? It says, think about what if it does work out pretty much? Like what if it right. does work mm-hmm. out? 
you know, keep that thought process is basically what it is. And, you know, I wrote this whole little message. Like, it's just been, that's been a real struggle for me. Yeah. Is to to do that. Um, Yeah. So, you know, I'm always living in the past or in the future. Yeah. I'm never living in the present. Um, Only, only when I'm dancing is when I'm living in the present. (laughs) So that's why I tend to try to go dancing a lot. Cause I'm like, okay, like I'm like being carefree. I'm letting loose. I'm just Mm. like, I don't care. Like that body movement or whatever. And those, and listening to beats and music and just like singing and just being, just having fun. Like that to me, that's when I'm like, okay, I'm happy. You know, I'm super happy. So I try to do that you know, as much as I can. So yeah, I agree with that. Dancing and travel for me when I am traveling, like regardless of what's going on, there's, there's a whole, a whole different level of happiness there for sure. Yeah. I, um, for sure. Yeah. Travel for me too. And that's one thing I'm like, damn, man, I don't know how to feel about COVID. I don't know how to feel about anything anymore, but like, I really want to take a serious vacation Mm -hmm. and, you know, I don't know. I wish that I had it in in me to go on a solo vacation, but I don't Mm. like, I just don't, I don't, for me, I just don't like traveling alone. Sure. I I did that a lot before when I was going to meet somebody or, you know, I'm always on the plane alone all the time. And I'm like, I did that. I've been done that. You know, I kind of want to now travel with with someone. Mm -hmm. So I'm ready for that. Uh, but I'll be damned if that person ruins my trip, though. <laughs> I'll just say that because I'll be saying some people go on vacation or whatever, and then they end up fighting and shit. And I'm like, well, we could have saved fucking $5,000 and I could have fought with you back at the house if that's the case. Like, right. if we not... Why you got to be careful who you travel with? That's true. If we're not, drink, you know, having a couple of drinks, buy somebody's ocean or something, chilling and just like pass the fuck out if we're not doing you know the do (laughs) if we're not buying things and shopping like whatever like we don't care because it's vacation you you notice when you're on vacation you're like you have to have all the things all the money all the money it's just like you you just like whatever i need it different life that's why i'm so happy there (laughs) (laughs) like this bottle of lotion well whatever I need it. Like I need lotion. What am I going to do? I'm not at home. You know, it's like you, you just don't care. And so if I'm not having those types of moments with somebody on vacation, then like, I don't want it. Why are we here? Why are we here? I could have stayed home. Right. So that was a whole other episode. Yeah. (laughs) Listen, that's a problem. (laughs) I'm not doing it. And if I do do it, if we get into it, I'm be like, you owe me $2,000 or however much, you know? Right. Be like, mm-hmm. if we split it, if we split something or whatever, I'll be like, you owe me my half because <laughs> this was a waste of time. You ruined my trip. You ruined my trip. Anyway, oh, that's, that's how I know when I'm unhappy, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> People getting on your damn nerves, ruining your vacation. Yep. And that's when I go to my famous little line. This some bullshit. I say that all the time, okay? I, to the point there be some people in my office where I work be saying, this some bullshit. They say it to me or whatever, and I know they got that from me, but mm. they really do. Sometimes it do be. Sometimes, yeah. 
Absolutely. I was going to say, how do we get to that place? Because that to me is a secret is get to that place, like through everything. It doesn't matter. I'm still going to be happy in spite of. I think it's just what I said. It's the, the, the ability to be present because I, like you said, and like I said, it's the living in the past or living in the future that causes that, that feeling of I'm not happy in this moment. Uh, but it's the ability to be in the present and just experience mm-hmm. whatever that looks like. Because even as you were talking, like I was so presently <laughs> listening to what you were saying and everything about it, I was just like, nah, that ain't it. Like I hear it, I feel it because that's how I live, but I ain't, nope, mm-mm, nope, I refuse. And so, th- but there was something about just listening to you very intently, openly, and really taking in what you were saying that helped me to get to this place of like, if I really look at me right now as I am in this second, am I happy? Yes. But when I think about like future or past, oh, there's all kinds of other shit going on. Hell, when I think about what's going on outside of this room, <laughs> I might change my response. <laughs> but <laughs> in this moment, I am happy. I think some of it is practicing presence. And I just want to say for the listeners out there who might have some other things that are hindering their ability to experience happiness, we know that things like mental health and physical health and all the other things are very real. And so practicing presence don't work for everybody. But I think for Mm -hmm. us in the conversation that we are having in this moment and in the state of minds that we are in right now, being more present, not thinking about the past or the future. Okay, so let's let's end this on what give me a day in the life of Katrina. Oh Lord. Where you would be the most happy. A day in the life of Katrina where I would be the most happy. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Okay. You did not prepare me for this. <laughs> <laughs> That's when they want to keep you on your toes, girl. <laughs> okay, a day in the life. I'm definitely waking up whenever I feel like it. No alarm clocks, no nothing. Um, I am in a, a beautiful space, probably on somebody's vacation next to somebody's beach. And I, I have the ability to just navigate my day however I see fit. Because to me, happiness is like freedom. Mm-hmm. It's this feeling of just being able to just show up in whatever way I want or need. I eat when I'm hungry. I sleep when I'm tired. I work when I feel like it. Like, that's it. And having loved ones around me. Yeah. And really good food. I need some really good food. (laughs) I can't be happy if I don't have really good food. (laughs) Mm, That's true. That's really true. So Hmm. what's a day in the life of Marlena being completely happy? I guess... (laughs) Okay, so I guess it would be, okay, I would sleep, you know, like you said, I'd wake up when I feel like waking up. Maybe I say 10 o'clock. I like waking up at 10 o'clock, whatever. Some people hate on me. They're like, you sleep so late. And I'm like, yeah, but I'm a night owl. I'd be up all night. Yeah. So 10 o'clock is like good for me, you know, wake up, get some, you know. You morning sex is great, you know. Some <laughs> good somebody's son, some good looking brother next to me. Get up. I, you know, do something physical. Actually, no, 
that was my physical thing for the day. So <laughs> might as well make it the best thing. <laughs> so I'll probably meditate. Actually, I don't know if I would meditate after that or maybe later on in the day, but sometime of day I would do meditation. Maybe my night, maybe a night class. But anyway, so after that, like have a great lunch or brunch. I don't necessarily need breakfast. Like breakfast is cool. I like breakfast because I like brunch, but I don't need breakfast like in the morning. You know, some people like, I got to have my coffee and I got to, no, I'm good. Uh, (laughs) I'm good. Just let me like get up, do whatever I want. Listen to some music. Definitely like when I have music on and it's like everywhere, like in the house, in the car, um, on the street, as I'm walking, anything like just emerging myself into some music um, you know, have some really good food, probably a nice, very nice dinner. And then I would love to go dancing. Like I always like when I think about people in the fifties and they'd be like, Oh, they went for dinner and dancing. I'm like, yeah, (laughs) that sounds right. Like, you know, you got to work off those carbs you just ate. So I just, (laughs) I like the dinner and dancing. And then I don't know, maybe get a nightcap somewhere get into somebody's jacuzzi, you know, <laughs> and just leisurely just be like, that's just, that's, if I got music, even if it's live music, oh my God, even better. That's even a better day. If I went to a concert with some live music, some, and, and I could be jazz or, you know, something under the stars outside, you know, I like that kind of stuff. So to yeah. me, that would be a really good day. And also another good day would just be vacationing. I've never really got to vacation with my family as a whole. Um, I don't know if I can, I don't know if I have the patience now to do that, but, (laughs) (laughs) but I always think about that. Like when I have a family, like we're definitely going to do family vacations, you know, just go see things and do stuff and, you know, have memories, create memories. That's, that's a good day for Marlena. Your happiness was very active. My happiness is like lounging in a hammock. <laughs> yeah, no, man. I got to be With a chef that's feeding me all day long whenever I get hungry. And like, yeah. Like, Maybe that's I don't a need- Sunday. Maybe that's a Sunday <laughs> happiness. No, to me. I was so like, happy. Like, to me, that's a Sunday. Like, a, you know, like I'm turning down. Like, I, I like to be, like, uh, I want to be gone, man. Gone. To the point of home, you're like, oh, man, what a day. What, di- what didn't we do? We did everything. See, I don't need to do all of that. I wouldn't mind it. It would be fine for me. But if I'm, like, imagining my happiness, I ain't doing <laughs> shit. <laughs> like, I'm chilling. Hell, we could go. I like being out in nature. So being in nature, preferably by somebody's beach. But, like, hiking, um, just being out like at the park in a garden. All of those things are great, but literally all of mine are like, I'm chilling. <laughs> yeah, no. I don't, I don't need to be active. It would be nice to have people around. I don't even need people there. Like, you're like, you woke up next to somebody and I was like, I don't even think about that. <laughs> oh, well, for me, I just feel like, because I live, you know, I live alone. So I'm always like, yeah, it's nice to have somebody. But I mean, I'm not saying I don't like my alone time now, because I do. But yeah, like if it's a, I feel like that's a good day. 
And I don't even say that all those things that I did, though, had to be with that person. I just said that those things were happening. You just said there had to be morning sex with the person. Yes. And night. I mean, if we can fit it in in the afternoon, too. I mean, what? I I don't know. But you want to send him away in the the meantime? Like, you know, you got he's got his life, too. He's got a life, too. Remember what she said in Baby Boy? I love it. Mama had to have a life, too. Yes. Mama does need a life. I agree with you. I'm not disagreeing at all. I was just (laughs) noticing the contrast between your happy day and my happy day. You was doing all the things. You had somebody around. I was like, I'm also waking up, relaxing. Yeah. No, no, man. I don't know. I'm I'm an Aries too. So, you know, know, we got to, we got to, we got things to do and people to see, you know? So yeah, that's my day in the life of Marlena. (laughs) Sorry, parents, if you're listening to this, but I like that. You know, I gotta be active. Yeah. And I like to have, you know, I definitely like to have like a day with my grandparents. It's, it's like I said, some family time, but not necessarily on that day. It's, it's probably on a day that I'm, like I said, I'm chilling. Yep. <laughs> Hilarious. This next segment is called Roses. Who you want to give your rose to this week, Marlena? Hmm. I'm going to give my rose to my friend, David. My friend, David, was going through some health problems and it's turning around and Mm. it's like just a couple months ago. And so it's still kind of fresh within our friend group and yeah, we really just didn't know what was wrong. You know, they I felt like the hospital was kind of experimenting on mm-hmm. him a little bit. Aren't they always? Sometimes. Right. And I felt like that's what was happening to him. And that was a really like weird place to be because you're mm-hmm. like, okay, I don't want you to go home because I don't want nothing to happen to you. But at the same time, I'm like, okay, what the fuck are y'all doing? Figure it right. out, you know? So... You know, it's been a couple of weeks since he's been out of the hospital and, you know, things are looking up. So I just wanted to give my rose to him. I know that he and I, we sometimes bicker or whatever. Not because we don't love, we're like brother and sister. We're like those like siblings that just like can't help but like to say something, you know, like mm-hmm. you, just, you just bicker. But we we do definitely care about each other and we love each other, you know, like he would never want anything to happen to me and I would never want anything to happen to him. So, you know, shout out to my friend. I'm really happy that things are looking up and I just hope like health wise that this is like a new chapter for him. And, you know, Mm. he steps into his greatness because he can be better. I'm not saying that. And we all, like I said, we all can improve, including myself. So absolutely. I just hope that this, gets him to the next phase um, where he can step into being even greater. Yeah. So Katrina, who do you want to give your roses to this weekend? Or this weekend? Who do you want to give your roses <laughs> to this week? Damn, my, that's where my brain is. The weekend. Already on the weekend. I'm ready. Only Thursday. I'm going to give my rose to my therapist today. 
shout out to all the therapists, first of all, but to my therapist for carrying me, holding me, listening to me, witnessing me in all the shit. Because it's been some shit. And this is, if I'm being completely transparent, this is the first time I think that I've really stuck it out with a therapist this long. Um, I don't even know how long it's been at this point. It's, it's definitely been over a year, maybe over two years. Um, but I have been with therapists for a period of time and I'll just start feeling like, oh, I'm just working or I don't really like this and I don't really show up or I go on sabbatical <laughs> or whatever the case may be. But this is the first time that I've really stuck it out with the therapist. We've had our stuff. There have been moments where like, I was like, wait a minute, uh-uh, this ain't it. We gotta, we gotta shift this. This ain't working for me. But she always comes back and is like, okay, let's let's shift in. Let, what do we need to do? And I really appreciate her for continuing to create that space because it is hard to find a good solid therapist out here, especially as a black woman. So mm -hmm. I want to so give my true. my rose to her all the ways that she has held me through this time and the ways that she has really pushed me even because a lot of it is really pushing me into my own power and my own greatness so because i'll be going to therapy thursday morning <laughs> before we record great that's here. why that's why i feel like <laughs> Listen, let me tell you, okay? Because I done talked about it this morning with my therapist. But she be, yeah, yeah, she's showing up. She got me doing all the things. She be pushing me, though. From day one, when I first met her, I was like, ooh, chat okay. Right, you're like, uh, we just met. Yeah, yeah you come at my neck like that. You know, I was about to say, <laughs> we just met, okay? She thought, can we just ease into this? No, she was not even into nothing. She was mm -hmm. immediate. So, but I appreciate her and I am so thankful to have found her. And I ain't letting her go no time soon. Good. That's really good. I hope I, I hope there. one day to feel that way about a therapist myself. <laughs> that I'm like, okay, we cool. We cool cool. Well, my therapist yeah. right now, we cool, but I don't know if we cool cool, you know. He's there, but he ain't there. So. Mm -hmm. I've been there. I've been there several times with several different therapists. So I know it's taken me a bit to get to this one, but I am happy to be here and it is making all the difference for sure. Good. I'm glad you deserve. Thank you. Well, that's another episode of Excess Baggage. Follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Excess Baggage Pod. That's Excess Baggage P-O-D. Be sure to like, subscribe, and review on the podcast app and Spotify. And remember to pack light and keep it tight. Bo show. Sure.